everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Hallmark Heartbeats, a podcast all about Hallmark movies. I am your host, Camille. Welcome to 2022, everybody. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and like totally listening to us for the past 11 months. It's almost been a year since I started the podcast. I started on February 1st. 2021 and now it's January 2022 and man 2021 has been a lot I wanted to just run through some statistics for you guys for 2021 before we start on the movie review um, we've hit 9,500 downloads for 2021, so really only 500 away from 10,000, which would be insane. I never thought in a million years that 10,000 people would listen to me, <laughs> or like 10,000 times someone would care to hear my voice. Um, we've also had in on Instagram we had we've been like fluctuating on a number of followers but um, about 880 almost 890 followers on Instagram I would be 100% grateful if you guys go follow over there we are 110 away from 1000 so um, again the Instagram handle is Hallmark Heartbeats. You guys want to go check it out. Um, and I am so grateful for all of the support for every single person who's been listening. I hope that everyone had a great new year with their family and spent and you know did it safely. Um, it's gonna be just me now. Kayla only helped during countdown to Christmas, and I'm so grateful for that. Okay, so New Year, new movies, right? <laughs> that is the um, January series that Hallmark has started 2022 with, and. The very first movie that came out for 2022 is Where Your Heart Belongs. It came out on New Year's Day, starring Jen Lilly, Christopher Russell, Devon Alexander, Jill Morrison, directed and written by Christy Wolf. Synopsis. When a New York marketing executive returns home to help with her best friend's wedding, she learns the hard way that love and support of family and friends mean more than, than she'd ever imagined. Mackenzie, played by Jen Lilly, is a marketing executive who is currently struggling to keep up with the trends of using social media influencers for brand deals. Her assistant, Tristan, who is played by Nelson Wong, tries all types of schemes to secure Mac's job at the expense of her best friend's money. Olivia, played by Jill Borson, is finally getting married to her high school sweetheart, Stuart, and recruits her best friend, Mackenzie, and Dylan, played by Christopher Russell, to help plan the wedding in two weeks at their hometown. I'm going to keep this short. I don't like the movie. It was boring. It took three tries to get, just to stay up and watch the movie. 
I honestly think this is the last movie Jen will be doing for Hallmark. She seems very gung-ho for Gak and more power to her. I think the original movie for the New Year's slot was the perfect pairing with Brendan Elliott and Nazneen Contractor, but I think it's Jen's last movie with the company. Maybe they thought this would be a good slot for her send-off. I don't know. This movie is giving me old Hallmark vibes. Maybe the Christmas movies had my hopes up. Thinking, yay, change! New storylines, new actors, new people of color being leaves. But damn, this movie, I feel, was reminded me. Nope, we're still the same old Hallmark with the same white leaves, with the same miserable woman with a career in a big city who moves to a small town off for a far boy in town and all POC are back to the regular programming where they are back to supporting supporting characters doing nothing but supporting the main leads. Good lord. If I can get to take two hours back from my life and not have watched this movie, it's great. And I get it. Most of Hallmark movies have white leads, but Hallmark has been experimenting with new storylines. I mean, they have varying degrees of success, but they were new. Shit. Anyway, Joe Morrison was the highlight of the movie for me. Her facial reactions had me laughing. I could relate to her being a bigger figured woman. I wish she wasn't worried about her weight so much throughout the movie. I'd love, I'd have loved to see her embrace her curves and no stresses. Screw the spanks. Give the girl a lead role in the movie. She's a very talented person. Nelson Wong, actor of 27 Hallmark movies, better known as Kenny in the Hallmark universe. I honestly don't think people would understand how hurtful this is. To many members of the Hallmarkies fandom, they think of it as a joke. A uh, yay, look, Kenny. It, I've even seen people say things like they play a game to see if they can pinpoint Nelson in the background of a movie. I don't think anyone can truly understand how hurtful these words are, unless you're a POC like me. Here's a man who is multi-talented, so talented that lead actors go to his acting school to hone their skills. Here's a man who's so versatile and talented, he can play all the roles in Hallmark Universe except the lead. This man has been loyal to this channel for years. I swear I will make it my personal mission to get this man a lead role in a Hallmark movie for 2022. No doubt about it. Couple of cringe-worthy moments I want to mention about this movie. There were many, but these two stood out. The bridal shop scene. Whoa. <laughs> I have seen many Say Yes to the Dress episodes. I mean, like, literally all of the Say Yes to the Dress episodes, including the ones in Atlanta. They also had a British um, series that was playing on TLC. Anyway. And I know one thing you don't do is bring another rack of dresses into a bridal store for the bride to wear and post it on social media. I can't imagine Kleinfelds or Lori in Atlanta would allow that shit to happen in their store. Oh my god. And then wait for it. Offer the dresses to the bride in front of the bridal shop owner for free. Like the audacity! Girl, I know if that was Clyde Fells and not a Hallmark film, Matt would have been kicked out of the store. <laughs> also, can we talk about the final scene with Dylan and Matt? Good job, besties, for making your wedding, the wedding about you. 
Then he got on his knees in the dance floor of the wedding reception. Not to pull out an engagement ring, which would be unreasonable, but to ask her to move to town instead of New York. Then there's good old Tristan with his phone handy to take pics as Mackenzie is trending. Earlier in the movie, Olivia told Mackenzie she has made the wedding all about her. Mac then went on a drunken rant to Dylan about how she's just having the worst time at work and no one likes her. In other words, proving Olivia right that it's all about Mac. And here she is again in the wedding reception, making it all about her. Yeah, I don't like this movie. I give it one and a half stars. Jen, if this is your last movie at Hallmark, sad to see you go. I will follow you to Gak. I don't support homophobia. As much as your, your team may be in denial of the fact, I have screenshots of emails with your team telling me Bill Abbott is a homophobe. Is not a homophobe. He definitely is a homophobe. And I am sad that money is more important to you than your LGBTQ fans. New Year's new movies continue next week. First of the Riding Veil trilogy is next Saturday on Hallmark Channel starring Alison Sweeney, Autumn Reza, Lacey Chabert, and Kevin McGarry. Sunday night is North to Home starring three of 2021 Christmas movie breakout stars Erica Durant, Kimberly Sestad, and Lindsay Fonseca. It was also directed by another Christmas 2021 breakout star, Ali Liebert. After next week, I will be taking the rest of January off since I have throat surgery on the 12th. I will not be recording reviews for the rest of New Year's new movie series. I will continue in February. Instead, I will be releasing never-before-released podcasts and interviews. So, thank you for listening. See you next week. Bye.